Welcome, everybody, to the True Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Jalen Mann, and this is a tech podcast where we go over tech news and we, we do some tech reviews as well. Um, so if you're liking what you're hearing, consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review in Apple Podcasts just to help um, the podcast grow and help more people find it. Um, before we start today's episode, let's talk about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is you. You can go support the show at merch.streamelements.com slash Jalen to help support the show through buying merch. Um, and this will just help me keep making the show. So thank you again for um, checking out merch.streamelements.com slash Jalen All right, let's let's just talk about um, some some of the podcast updates that I like to talk about. Um, it's about you know some of the stats of this podcast, and I I really got I I really got to thank you guys for bringing me to this checkpoint because on listen notes it shows that we are um, this podcast is ten um, percent of uh, all podcasts that uh, are pretty popular. So um, thank you everybody for helping me reach this goal and checkpoint. Um, and yeah, thank you. So you could go check it check that out on listen notes um by searching listen notes true tech podcasts and they gave us a score and we are out of 10 percent of all podcasts which is really impressive because there's more than 1.9 million podcasts out there and we're in the top 10 percent so thank you everybody for bringing us to this checkpoint all right let's talk about our first story of today and, you know, a few episodes ago, I talked about the leaks for the Huawei Mate X2, which was supposed to be some of a somewhat of a competitor um, for Samsung's uh, Fold, Z Fold 2. So this is going to compete with that phone, not only in um, the kind of folding aspect of it, but as well as the cameras, the display everything since this has top tier specs just like the Samsung Z Fold 2 did. Um, so this phone just came out I, I believe um, on February 22nd, 2021 and uh, they Huawei had their event. It was all in Chinese which was kind of unfortunate for people who didn't understand it but uh, this phone is really impressive and looks so nice uh, compared to some of the other folding phones out there. Um, so first, you might want to know that this phone folds, if you didn't know, um, and has a thickness of 8.2 millimeters and 295 grams, uh, which is pretty nice, as well as 256 gigs or 512 gigs of storage, um, which is, you know, around average for these kind of folding phones. Um, so there's a glass back, glass glass on the front, and aluminum frame, and has hybrid dual SIM, um, has a foldable OLED 90 hertz display, which is really nice, and it, it's it looks stunning compared to some of the LCD displays out there. And usually Huawei doesn't really like to go all top tier with um, the displays for the refresh rate, so they usually stick at 90 hertz, which is just enough to feel really smooth, as well as preserving battery life as well. Um, it the size of the screen is 8. Point uh, inches, which is 206 uh, centimeters, and has an 87.3 screen-to-body ratio on the 
um, inside this inside the phone and um, pixel density is 413 and is 2200 by 2480 and the cover display which is sometimes the weak point for some of the folding phones since uh, the first uh, Galaxy Z um, first fold folding phone that Samsung came out the fold uh, had really thick bezels and is kind of complex and hard for these companies to make such a bezel-less display but um, Huawei claims that their cover display is unlike many other cover displays on folding phones um, it is 90 hertz which is really impressive for a cover display and how they're just looking for things to improve on for the cover display has 1160 by 2700 uh, pixels and a 456 ppi which is pretty sharp and like most Huawei phones, it's running MU MUI uh, 11, um, and which is basically on top a skin on top of Android 10, um, and as well as uh, most of the other Huawei phones out there, there are no Google Play services since um, the US banned Huawei, and um, that's probably going to result in uh, things like them not being able to sell this phone. Uh, global or even to the US. Um, for the processor, as a Kirin 9000, which is Huawei's flagship processor, it has 5G, uh, top tier performance, and is 5 nanometers. It's an octa core uh, at 3.13 gigahertz, Cortex A77, just really impressive stuff for a processor. And if you didn't know what all this meant, it's just really high tier stuff. Um, and the the memory for this phone goes up to two two fifty six gigs for uh, uh, the SD card slot, up to two fifty six. So the max storage you could do five twelve gigs plus two fifty six, which is gonna give you around seven hundred sixty gigs, which is a lot of storage. So that's the max amount of storage. But obviously, the higher uh, the higher storage configuration you go for this phone, the more expensive. So just keep this in mind because the phone, this phone is already really expensive. Um, and we'll talk about pricing uh, after we just go all through, uh, go through all these specs. So the cameras, they uh, Huawei stated, is top notch because most folding phones don't come with the highest end flagship cameras, and they're claiming that their folding phone does with a 50 megapixel main f1.9 23 millimeters uh has laser autofocus ois um and there's also a 7 70 millimeter telephoto which is a 3x optical zoom uh and a periscope telephoto 8 megapixels which is 10x optical zoom and a 16 megapixel 77 um 17 millimeter ultra wide lens which has autofocus um and these are all like uh uh sensors so um usually huawei partners with leica to make these uh cameras which is just pretty nice and looks really great to uh for the eye and it has hdr at uh for their um photos and videos and records at 4k 30 or 60 and 1080 30 or 60 and has gyro eis for the vi video capabilities the selfie camera is 16 megapixels f 2.2, which is pretty wide, um, has HDR panorama on the front, and 
the video only goes up to 1080p at 30 frames per second, so you're going to be losing a little quality when using the selfie cameras uh, for capturing video or photos. And the stereo speakers are so nice to listen to, um, and Huawei said that these speakers will sound really nice and uh, will just compete with some of the other folding phones out there. And if you're wondering, there is no 3.5mm headphone jack, which is kind of disappointing, but you know, uh, most phones are getting rid of it nowadays, so it doesn't really matter, and the wireless earbud market is getting really popular. Um, let's just finish uh, going through these specs first. There's a fingerprint um, and a 4500mAh battery and has fast charging 55 watts, which is really nice if you just want to top this phone off. Um, and battery life should be pretty good with this 4500mAh battery, especially since there's a 5 nanometer processor in here, which is going to enable more efficient um, battery life overall, which is just really nice to have. And this phone comes in black, white, light blue, and rose gold for uh, people just looking to change the colors of things and have a little bit of cus um, custom uh, X2 fold. Uh, so this phone, Huawei said, is going to be around 2000 a little bit over $2,000, maybe around $2,200, um, but it's a only Chinese phone, so... Uh, it's not coming to global. It's just probably going to be China for now. Um, but basically, that's th that's the phone. It's really impressive. If you see the photos of this and just see how this looks in a hardware sp perspective, because Huawei always nails the hardware perspectives um, of all their phones since, you know, they're just a hardware company mostly and has great displays, great cameras, um, and overall an amazing phone. And... If you do live in China and you kind of want the best folding experience, I'd go check this phone out since it has some of the most flagship specs on this folding phone, even compared to the Z Fold 2. Alright, let's talk about our next story, which is about the March Apple event. And this Apple event uh, was rumored to be March 16th, but John Prosser... Uh, that's what John Prosser said in November. However, some of the other leakers are saying that there is going to be a little bit of change, and it's the event. They're telling us not to expect an event on March sixteenth, which is kind of strange. Maybe Apple moves stuff around, but just expect something coming in March. Whether it it's going to be the IMAX, um, the AirTags, the I, the new iPad Pro. Um, and if you haven't heard about what is coming uh, in the March event, go listen to my previous episode where I talk about that. Um, but just don't expect a March event on the 16th or anything really coming on the 16th, according, according to Mark Gurman and other reputable sources. Uh, but just don't expect anything coming on that day. But uh, then again... A lot of people did get confused about whether or not there's going to be even a March event, um, but Mark Gurman did say that there is going to be something coming in March. Alright everybody, let's get on to our next story. It's about AirPods 3. So I wanted to know, um, I wanted to talk about what we know so far about this product and everything that you should know about 
uh, the Gen 3 AirPods and what is the features of these headphones and what the price tag might be. So these are the third generation AirPods that we may see sometime this year. Um, we're not sure because um, no leakers have said when these uh, AirPods third generation are going to come out. Um, but the design is going to be quite similar to something like the AirPods Pro, featuring a shorter stem and replaceable, uh, possibly replaceable silicone ear tips, um, and are able to fit a wider range of ears. However, in some of the leaks show no silicone ear tips, while other leaks do show. So it's kind of confusing um, whether these will come with silicone ear tips or not. Um, though the AirPods 3 might look like the AirPods Pro, they're not expected to be pro level uh, because of some of the features that it's missing compared to the AirPods Pro, like active noise cancellation um, or maybe even transparency mode. These AirPods might not come with. So we're going to have to see what Apple does with these headphones um, and what makes them different from the AirPods Pro. And uh, we got a lot of renders and pictures of what the AirPods 3 will look like um, and we, we got these leaks from 52 audio which is a really reputable source uh, when talking about AirPod leaks because they have leaked the AirPods Pro design and no one believed them however uh, when Apple came out with them with the AirPods Pro they're actually correct on the design in many aspects so I would really I would really believe in uh, 52 audio for these AirPod 3 leaks, they are pretty credible um, and do provide really accurate leaks. And these are real photos, it's not like it's renders, these are actual photos. And this leaked image, um, which you guys can't see, is the AirPods 3 featuring a design that is similar to the AirPods Pro, um, which is in line with rumors. And the AirPods 3 have a more pro-like rounded shape and are smaller in size. And there's just so many leaks. It, it looks slightly different from uh, AirPods Pro, but pretty a lot it, more similar to the AirPods Pro compared to um, just the second gen AirPods. Um, and these could or could not have the uh, silicone tips, like I said before. And it just depends on what you might want because uh, maybe the leaks are saying that like you don't have to use the silicone ear tips, but you could if you would prefer it, which is uh, an, an interesting way of um, these AirPods. Um, for the case, it's going to be more squarish compared to something like the AirPods Pro or the AirPods second gen. Uh, it's just a more overall square shape. And um, it's just going to look unlike any other AirPods uh, shape of a case. And some of the new internal hardwares in here, it might be a new uh, processor um, instead of the H1. It, it could be the H2 chip uh, and potentially some more improvements in battery life. And the AirPods 3 are expected to function like the other, uh, the current version with fast device switching, quick pairing with Apple devices, among other benefits. In some technical news, the AirPods 3 will feature a more compact integrated system in package just similar to the AirPods Pro. And this will allow more of the audio features to be integrated into a smaller casing design, just like the AirPods Pro. Um, according to 52 Audio, uh, like I said, is a really reputable source. Uh, 
are saying that there's going to be some pressure relieving system that is with the AirPods Pro right now. So it's just going to come with this. And it's just uh, uses this feature to equalize pressure within the ear to my, uh, mitigate uh, discomfort from using the AirPods for a long period of time. The AirPods 3 may also have the same touch controls as AirPods Pro rather than the single and tap, single and double tap gestures um, available on current AirPod models. And since the AirPods 3 aren't getting active noise cancellation, it's likely the pricing will remain the same, uh, with Apple charging $199 for the AirPods with wireless charging case, um, which is a really reasonable price for these headphones. But I'd like to see uh, these headphones go even cheaper since they don't come with active noise cancellation. Since um, the Galaxy Buds Pro do come with noise cancellation and are at a price of $199. So I really think that Apple should uh, change their pricing up just for a lower price for the sake of the consumer. But those are all the leaks we have on the AirPods 3 right now. And if you're really enjoying uh, what what you're listening to, just consider uh, checking out the merch, help support the show, as well as uh, subscribing. Um, so let's talk about our next story, which is about this new kind of malware discovered on 30,000 infected Macs, which is a lot of Macs. And following the discovery of this new strain of malware, Apple did react by revoking the certif- um, certificates of the developer accounts used to sign the packages. In doing so, it prevents new macOS machines from being infected. So this is what Apple's doing to kind of resolve this issue, uh, maybe even kind of stop um, this malware from spreading to different Macs, which is definitely a good thing. Um, and this just goes to show that not all Macs are kind of like invincible. They they can get malware and viruses. And this one is called the Silver Sparrow. Um, so far, the Silver Sparrow is a virus on M1 Macs. Um, and well, it, it's said to be pretty uh, high tech and kind of dangerous. However, this malware hasn't done any damage to anything yet, but we never know when it might uh, might attack. So just keep a keep an eye out if you are on a M1 MacBook or Mac. Um, but this is kind of scary. And the highest volumes are found in the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, France, and Germany. And the reason why you want to take this thing seriously is because of how successful it has already been at quietly infecting over 30,000 Macs. And it's just really scary for people who have M1 Macs. Um, And for now, every Mac infected with Silver Sparrow communicates with a control server every hour to see if there's new commands to carry out. So far, none seem to have been issued. The researchers are also... Uh, discovered that the malware includes a capability to remove itself from a system, meaning it could be used to execute a command, then promptly disappear. Which just means that it's going to be really hard to track this malware, and whether or not you have it or not. So this is just really scary, and hopefully Apple does more to fix this issue. Alright, let's go and talk about the main story of today, and it's about the... The, the new iMacs that might be coming uh, in March or maybe sometime this year. 
Um, and these leaks come courtesy to John Prosser. So if you're wondering where these are from, it's from him. Um, and finally, the iMac is just really getting an update, a refresh, not only in specs, but also in colors. It appears that Apple may be going back to the roots, extending the color options we've seen in the iPad Air 2020. And this comes to us, like I said, from John Prosser via um, his front page tech videos. Um, and I'll leave a link down below uh, to his video because he has some pretty funny jokes as well as a lot of information, not only about the Macs, but um, some of the other products coming from Apple. And Apple is now switching over to Apple Silicon, which is going to shake up its entire lineup of designs with the newfound freedoms of dishing Intel. John Prosser shared renders from concept creator based on what he uh, saw in pictures from his sources, and dang, they really look good. Um, the big caveat uh, here with these prototypes, prototypes is that uh, it's not kind of finalized, um, but it, it, it looks great enough to produce and reintroduces colors to the iMac lineup. It's been a while since we talked about color uh, on any Macs, but um, the iMac is going to have something new and kind of flashy colors just from the iPad, iPad Air. And Prosser described the small Mac Pro, uh, which is his his next leak, um, the the Mac Pro Mini, um, which is basically going to look like G four uh, power the the Power Mac G four cubes, um, and just going to be a smaller version of a Mac Pro, powerful yet small. And Prosser described the small Mac Pro to uh, to be as like. Mac Mini stacked on top of each other, which is like four of them. Um, so that's going to be like the dimensions of them almost, according to his leaks. Um, but basically, that's what mostly all you need to know about the new Macs possibly coming. Um, and you might be, we might be able to see the the Mac Mini Pro coming uh, as late as twenty twenty two, maybe possibly this year. Um, and also the iMacs, the new refreshed iMacs with colors, probably coming this year. Uh, all right, let's talk about our last story of today, which is about the Samsung Galaxy A52 5G phone from Samsung. And if you're wondering why am I talking about this and who really about uh, uh, the A52, well, you'll be surprised to know that it was a number two selling phone in the last quarter uh, of 2019 and the first quarter of 2020, the A51, and is really popular, uh, being second place right under Apple, which is really impressive. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people will uh, will care about this new phone. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that this phone will be a big hit, not only among some of the uh, just the average consumers, maybe even some of the tech people, since this phone offers a lot of features at such a, a pretty low price. Um, and this phone is going to come with IP67 certification, uh, with which is basically just better water resistance compared to the A51. Um, um, but usually Samsung doesn't put water resistance in... Uh, their budget phones but now they're starting to do so and it's just good to have water resistance in this phone and some other things that got leaked 
uh, is that it's going to have a Snapdragon 750G chipset, a 4500 mAh battery, as well as 15 watt fast charging. Um, but that's basically all we know about the A52 5G. Um, and basically, it's just going to have a bit of slimmer bezels, a new kind of camera layout that looks more flashy, similar to uh, the Galaxy S21 series with that kind of uh, camera uh, look, you might say. Um, but this is really exciting for just the average consumer who like budget phones that come with so many specs. Uh, but that's all we have for this episode of the Truth Tech Podcast. If you liked it, um, again, consider subscribing to this show as well as checking out the merch just to help support the show and help me uh, keep making this content for you guys. But thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.